Hey there, podcast listeners. Welcome to a new episode of Field Days, an award-winning podcast about news and hot topics related to the Michigan Department of Corrections. Here are your almost witty hosts, Chris Gouts and Greg Straub. Hello and welcome to a new episode of Field Days Podcast. I'm Greg Straub, joined as always by the department spokesperson, Chris Gouts. Chris, I know you had no idea like me that we had such a, a famous athlete working in our building. Did you know that? Well, aside from me. Yes. Yes. Are you, are you talking about junior year on JV basketball? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty okay. good. Nobody That's else good. has done that in this building, I bet. <laughs> That's actually probably true. But no, not you, Chris. Okay. It's not you. It's uh, it's somebody who works as a student on the third floor for the Pro Board, and her name is Zoe Glass, and she, uh, she is on Field Day's podcast today because she is an amazing athlete in our ranks. So, Zoe, thanks for coming on Field Days. Really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, so let's talk about... Um, what are you up to? So you are um, you are trying to qualify for the Olympics right now, right? I am. In? Boxing. That's amazing. Thank that is, you. That's absolutely amazing. So let's talk about that. How did uh, how, how did this all come about? How did you get into boxing? Um, my dad used to be a professional boxer back in the day, and he got me into it for self-defense at first. And then after a while, it started to hang off on me. Yeah. So let's talk about, like, when you first got into it, were you, were you looking to do what you're doing now like trying to qualify for the Olympics or was it just it was for self-defense but what did how did it turn into more it wasn't at first I first won my first match and then after that I realized how good I could be so I continued out with it I, I assume you continued to keep winning yes and that's uh, <laughs> so how, how did the Olympics come in come into play here so I won my first junior national tournament and then once you turn 19 years old you are considered an elite athlete and I qualified for my elite, first elite tournament, and that's when I knew that I wanted to shoot for the Olympics. You know, I've also turned 19, so I'm technically an elite athlete as well. <laughs> so <laughs> that's pretty cool. I didn't know that. Said no one ever <laughs> around you, Chris. Uh, but you know, good try. No, you know, I watched some, some. I found you on YouTube, and there's some some quite old videos uh, of you boxing. One was from like seven years ago. So how how young were you when you started? Um, I had my first match when I was 11 years old. Wow! And you won, obviously. Yes. Okay. <laughs> What is your record right now? Do you know? <laughs> I don't know. I have about 55 fights, and I would say that I've lost maybe eight. So. Wow. So um, if you and Chris were to fight right now, I'm, uh, my money would definitely be on, on you, Zoe, not uh, it would be. It wouldn't be not so much who would win. It would be how fast um, <laughs> be I would out. be knocked out. <laughs> okay. I've got probably 100 pounds on you and maybe a little bit of reach, but my breadbasket is <laughs> the consistency of mashed potatoes, <laughs> so I'm pretty sure... Yeah, uh, it's, that, those are forty-two to one odds yeah, and that, yeah. uh, that Zoe wins. <laughs> so Zoe, so where where are you right now in, in the qualifying for the Olympics in boxing? Um, I just got back from my last tournament. It was in Salt Lake City, Utah. I did take third, but you need to be in the top two. So in March, I will then go again to compete, and taking first or second in that one will put me in the draw for the Olympics. Okay, and then so. And then you said you said you go to Reno. We were talking earlier, right? Yes. And is that the last qualifier, or how many more do you have to go before you know if you're going to be in or not? Um, that's two of four. So there's four for the whole year of 2019. And once you win, then you automatically have your spot. So you just have to win to get that spot. So if you don't win in Reno, you have another chance, yes. or you or it's okay. You'll have two more after Reno. Okay. So and then and you said in December. December will sure. be the final one to figure out out of those eight who actually make the Olympic team. Where's the Olympics at? When, when is it? Tokyo, Tokyo in 2020. Yeah. So do you have a, a boxer that you look up to or that you try to emulate when, you're, when you do your thing, or is it? 
Um, I really like your dad, probably. (laughs) I like Michaela Mayer. She just went professional. She was also on the Olympic team in 2016. So that's who I like to watch and look up to. Is she in your your class, like weight or different? No, she fights in the 132 women's category, and I fight at 119. So I guess if anybody's, Greg and I don't follow boxing, we're more basketball. How how, how dare you, yes. But I guess if anybody's familiar with any uh, Olympic boxing or female Olympic boxing, they might have heard of Clarissa Shields, Mm -hmm. uh, who won gold in 2012 and 2016. Have you met her, or is she somebody that you look up to or that you talk to or work with? I have. I've met her. Um, We've trained a few times together. Her gym is in Flint, her home gym, so we've worked out a few times, and we go down there for sparring with the guys, and so we've worked out quite often. What's that like? Is she is she just top notch? I mean, or, or can, can you hang with her? How, do, how does that work? No, we've never sparred. Oh, she's okay. a beast, but she her workouts are top notch. She's she's the stuff. <laughs> That's good. So, what what keeps you in the sport? What draws you to the sport? What do you what do you enjoy about it? Um, I've received a lot of opportunities throughout boxing. Um, they offer scholarships, so some of my schooling has been paid for through them. It keeps me in great shape. As I said, I've learned to defend myself, and you get to travel and see the world, um, going to these different tournaments. What's the most, uh, the, the greatest place you've boxed in, what's the, in, the, in the tournaments? Is there, do you have, I mean, do you box everywhere in, in America? Do you, do you go overseas? Where do you, where do you box? Um, I haven't been overseas yet, but my favorite place was New Mexico when we traveled there last year. Um, it was very nice there. And how many knockouts do you have? I only have one. That's one, one more than <laughs> any Chris has. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, so most important question. Yes. Do they allow walk-up music? In amateurs, no. Professional, yes. Okay, so what's your walk-up music? Or what would your walk-up music be? Um, I really like Cardi B, so one of her songs. I don't have a specific one, but I'd pick one of Cardi B's songs. <laughs> this is all very interesting. I can't, I mean, it's amazing that we have um, such a top athlete. I mean, if you are if you make the Olympics, you are, you know, just in, 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 the, in the world, you're a top athlete. So it's amazing that we have somebody that, that is, you know, so awesome at sports and so dedicated to uh, what you like to do in your craft, that and they work for us. I mean, that's yeah, that's very cool. And so I, I know you, you've won a lot, and I saw some pictures online of, of your championship belts uh, and all the things that you've I think you've won. Do you actually have belt? I do. Oh, that's cool. So it looks like you've won a lot. So my question is, if you were to wear all of your championship belts at the same time, how many weight classes would you go up? <laughs> Probably five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you definitely won uh, way more, uh, way more than I have. Other than that, like WWF belt that Greg probably got from Christmas in like 1988, <laughs> 1982. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> after after you qualify, you, you have you said you had four. There's an opportunity to four this year. Yes. Um, how many spots are available? on the Olympic team? Is it one? Is it four? How many spots are available? So the Olympic team takes the top two. Um, They take the alternate just in case the first girl gets hurt. Um, So out of the eight that I mentioned that will compete in December, only two will actually get to go to Tokyo. In your weight class? Yes. Okay, how many weight classes are there? Um, For the girls, they actually added two more. So there's five weight classes total, and the guys will have eight weight classes. Now, do you know, so if if you do make the team, which would be awesome, do you know the competition across the world? Or, or you kind of just show up and fight whoever's there, or do you kind of have an idea of who may be there in, in, in other countries? Well, once you actually make the Olympic team, you still have to compete the other countries before you get to the Olympics. Um, your country has to earn a spot to oh, be able okay. to compete in the Olympics. Okay. So it's a lot. It's a big process to actually be able to go to the Olympics. Okay, so there's still a lot of there's still a lot of work left Qualifiers, to do. Qualifiers, yes, there's still okay. a lot. But have you got your passport already? Are you already <laughs> I thinking do. ahead? Yes, I do. <laughs> that's confidence, man. I like that's it. Kind of, yeah, that, that's confidence. Well, Zoe, you know this is this is very important stuff. I mean, we we are rooting you on to do this. Uh, I know it's it's very very tough. I'm sure it's it's your dedication and the time spent in this. 
you know, away from friends and family. I mean, you, I'm sure you put so much time. Where is your home gym at, by the way? Um, it's in Diamonddale, Michigan. Um, my dad's the head coach, and he runs the gym. Okay. Well, that's good. We, we're, we're rooting you on. You know, we, we hope you can fulfill this dream of yours. And, uh, you know, what, what are your plans for after you leave here as a student? What do you, what do you want to do other um, than boxing? Right. I do want to become a physical therapist. Okay. Okay, so you want to be a physical therapist? Do you want to do you want to have your own business? Do you want to do you have any idea? You're just looking to get your degree and see what happens. I'm just looking to get my degree. I'll start off working for someone else, and if the opportunity presents itself, I would like to have my own business. Nice. You know, outside the Olympics, do you, is there is there any opportunity for you to be pro- professional and continue your boxing career? Yes, there is. You can go professional whenever, as long as you're 18 or older. But I would like to have a few. A uh, few more opportunities and a little more experience before going pro. Because once you go pro, you can't do the Olympic thing? Right. Okay. Correct. Okay. Well, Zoe, it's great. This is an awesome story. Chris, I, I'm sure you're, you're, you're shaking over here. I'm not sure why you're still shaking. She seems very nice. You don't think she's going to... I think she's going to knock you out. <laughs> but uh, you never know. <clears throat> but she could. That's the, that's the thing. Yeah, the big thing is she could. That's, yes, that's right. So, Zoe, good luck. Uh, we're, we, you know, we're, we're cheering you on, and we hope uh, nothing but the best for you. We will definitely be following, uh, you know, your Olympic trials and your career. Um, Even and, though you won't be probably with us by the time you're at that point, right? You'll probably be moved on to bigger and better things. Right. <laughs> Well, we'll, we'll, st- we'll still count you. We'll still, yeah, we'll still, yeah, we'll still claim. So we have what we call the podcast bump, and so anytime anybody's been a guest and they do something great afterwards, we count it because you're on this show. So you're welcome uh, when you when you do yes. eventually make the Olympics. It'll be because you're on this podcast. We definitely take credit for everybody. We will take credit for everybody's success <coughs> at post uh, being on uh, field that, days. So. That's right. That's good. That's good to say now, so that she yes. knows that, Chris. That's good. Well, uh, Zoe, good luck. Thank you so much for everything you do to help us out here in Corrections. And thanks for coming on Field Days and kind of talking about your experience and the awesome things you guys you, you have going on. So thank, thank you. you very much. Yes. Well, Chris, that was, uh, that was fun. You know, that, was, that was a fun interview. You know, Zoe, Zoe is so you know, soft-spoken and nice, and I'm just picturing her now going out in the boxing ring and knocking somebody out. So that's, uh, that, that's good stuff. But we should also mention, Chris, didn't you just do a story about this in the newsletter last week, last month? Uh, I didn't, but Holly did. Thank you for giving credit to people where credit is due. Good job, Chris. But there was a, new, there was a story about this, right? Yeah, there was. And uh, so if you haven't seen that, you should uh, definitely check that out in Correction Connection. You can read a little bit more about her, probably better than we did. Yeah. Suss out information because we're not, you know, Professionals good here. at this. Yeah. <laughs> if you did, you would also see in there that, that uh, Zoe's mom uh, works for the department uh, in the Epic section. So yeah, the Epic office. Yeah. Shout out to Yolanda. Yeah, she's got to be a proud mom watching. I would uh, think so. Watching her child go so far. Um, Maybe she'll be in Tokyo. That's true. I, I bet you she would be. A couple years from now. That's a, that's a good point. You know, what we should also mention as far as podcast bumps, because we did talk to Zoe about podcast bumps uh, that we're assuming that she's going to get. But somebody else got a podcast bump this last week. Chris, do you want to talk about that? Bump right out of the office. <laughs> That's right. Talk about who it is. Uh, our, trusty, it's, our trusty producer. It's very, it's very difficult to talk about. Yeah, yeah our, our trusty producer, Kamara Lewis, got the podcast bump right out of this office and is going to be leaving us at the end of this week. So it's very, very sad. Very sad day. We're very happy for her, but it's a very sad day for all of us. As we stare at her right now, she's just smiling with the smirk on her face. Because she's like, I'm going to cut all this out. <laughs> uh, well, Kamara, uh, you know, this this may be your last podcast. I'm not sure. Maybe one more? No, we're going to tape like three more after this in advance okay. so that she can produce before she gets so out gonna of we're going to do 25 so. more. Gotcha. Yes, yep, yep. Um, but in all honesty, Kamara, you, know, you have uh, really made this thing work um, a lot better than Chris and I ever dreamed of. And, and Noah ever tried. No one never really tried, though. Yeah, he didn't try. So <clears throat> without you, this thing would have never taken off and even got on air. So, you know, we appreciate the work that you put into this. I'm excited for you to, you know, take your next step in your career. 
and hopefully we can keep this thing going. So if not, this may be the last podcast that anybody ever hears, but we'll, we'll try to keep it going, right, Chris? We're gonna, yeah, we're going to try. We're going to try very, very much so. Even for 120 episodes, or roughly, yeah. people have heard her voice once yeah. on, on the 100th episode. So the unsung hero of the podcast and of this office. All the stuff you see on social media, on Twitter, Facebook, uh, on the website, on the podcast, and your emails, a lot of that comes from Kamara. Basically everything that you do. Is, is, Everything is that I take credit for? Yeah, she does. Yeah. She does, yeah. That's right. Yeah. And Holly. Yeah, well, good stuff, Kamara. We uh, we wish you nothing but the best in your in your next job, and hopefully somebody can fill in, uh, fill your shoes. It's, I'll probably just tell where she's going. It'll be a tough job, but uh, well, I don't know where I don't, where is she going. Well, you don't know? No. Oh, Ted, she, right? She's going to Ted, yeah. That's a she's talent in economic development? Could be. I don't know. All I know is that Ted is no longer one of my favorite movies <laughs> because I'm so distraught over of where she's going it's affected it's affected other parts that are unrelated hey so. it's it's good stuff you know she's she's moving on moving up and uh that, that has no reflection on you chris at, at all but no uh, i'm absolutely not yes she learned nothing here from me <laughs> <laughs> so uh aside from the news that kamara is leaving us uh in the department what else is going on well last week there was a uh, civil service commission meeting uh we had a couple items on the agenda and uh, we were very pleased that the uh, impasse panel uh, ruled in our favor on the two percent issue uh, for for mco and in the amount of uh, increase that they're going to receive um, and they also agreed uh, that we weren't going to go forward with the, the pilot program that uh, mco had put forward and instead we're going to do a two percent lump sum uh, which is what all the other unions uh, in the state are receiving so we're very glad that they agreed with the department um, on that and that also we're very pleased when we asked the commission to not go forward with the second recommendation of that um, impasse panel, which was to immediately go back to the bargaining table right away to start negotiating um, the economic factors for the next year, uh, which would be in 2020. Um, our argument was that we're already going to be back at the table in six months, and we can do far more with informal discussions, which we do all the time already with MCO. We already still have a very good relationship working with them on a number of things hearing their ideas, and you can do that. You can get much more accomplished in an informal way than when you have to put all the formalities uh, around bargaining and all that comes with that. So this is not the end of discussions. So I would not, it certainly is not that, and people that are characterizing it that way are are incorrect. Uh, We are going to continue those talks and continue to have and hear their ideas and implement the ones that that we feel are good. But we were also doing a ton of stuff on our own uh, right now, some of which came from input from MPCO, but like we've uh, when we look at retention and attraction issues, the director has put together epic teams. Uh, we've got new training uh, pieces that are going forward. Uh, we've eliminated the 18-month. We've started the 18-month waiver for community college or for college credits uh, for new hires. Uh, there's a ton that we're doing right now, and we've gotten some great results already. Uh, we still have about 700 or so vacancies right now, but things like at the Valley in particular. Um, after this next class that's going to graduate in January, we could literally be at full employment um, at the Valley. And we've been getting reports almost on a daily basis uh, from Warden Brewer where they've had no mandates, uh, no overtime on a number of shifts, and that's continuing. And we've got about 26 uh, new officers in, in the current class, and we're going to have more going forward. Um, and so things are going very well in, in certain regions, and we're going to continue to go. And I think maybe in a couple of weeks we might even be telling you about another story uh, of a facility that's doing things on their own to, to bring new officers in. And so we're, we're constantly in motion trying to uh, work on attraction and retention efforts. We've got a huge new advertising campaign that's going to be kicking off. Uh, soon, and so you're going to see more about that. So there's a lot that we're doing. This isn't the, the we're not stopping, and, and we're not going to just all of a sudden start going again in six months. 
we've we've been going and we're going to continue through that time and then we'll formally bargain again and then we'll be back at the table and we'll work on uh, the next piece all right well sounds good and uh you know to make, make sure you tune in next week to new, for a new episode of field days podcast all right. As always, thank you for listening. We'd love it if you would help us spread the word about the podcast. You can do that by subscribing to the show on iTunes and leave us a review. You can always follow the department on Facebook at MI Corrections and on Twitter at Michigan DOC, as well as the FOA account at MDOC FOA and the CFA account at MDOC CFA. And you can send any questions you have to the show using the hashtag AskFieldDays. Until next time, thanks for tuning in to Field Days Podcast.